Welcome to the Move With Momentum podcast, where we take business advice from industry leaders. Your scoreboard in business is your bank account. How uncomfortable do you think that makes people feel when they hear that? Personal development strategies. Whenever something seems crazy, we just do it and we make it work. And financial guidance. Go find somewhere where you're gonna get more value from being there than what you pay in. That's winning, Mm -hmm. period. To help you on your big life journey. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Move With Momentum podcast. Bruce Breedlove here with John Brooks once again, uh, coming at you once a week with an exciting topic about real estate, about life, about finances, and everything in between. So um, Momentum Realty has been open since January 17th of 2020. Today is actually, it's the 17th. So we are officially open for, <laughs> as of recording, we're open for 10 months. So, yes. um, you know, when we started, again, last last week, we talked about the tribe of millionaires, we talked about uh, having a solid, you know, mission, purpose, uh, values in your life, and as accentuated by that book, and with a nice, like, bow around it. When we started, we had all that. And then about a month ago, you initiated a change in our core values and a change in our mission. So our mission was previously to help our community build wealth through real estate, right? We were always focused on agents building a profitable business because to, to have a big life, you need a big business. You always tell me that. So um, we, we just changed the core values. We changed who we are, not changed, but I guess refocused into things that we want to really hammer home in the next com- the coming year. So talk about why we switched away from passion, purpose, integrity, and growth and the importance of these new core values. Yeah. I mean, it's a really important conversation for any organization is the core value conversation because when you have trouble making decisions or anything uh, in your business or you're having conflict it's usually because there's differing values between people even when you're working with another human being if they don't have the same core values as you over time you're eventually going to get out of business with that individual it's the same thing with relationships with your significant other your business partners whatnot Um, So the key thing is, you know, Brittany and I got into real estate for a very specific reason, and that was to change the way that real estate was done for the general public. We wanted to provide exceptional service because we didn't get it. So when we had the uh, passion, purpose, integrity, and growth, that is pretty much what every single company does is they have these bland words that don't actually mean anything that like people are supposed to know, but they're not really being lived out. And so what we wanted to do was really... uh, detail out what we stand for so that way the people who are joining us in this mission can go ahead and and jump on board so before you said you know is to help build uh, wealth through real estate well we're going to modify that to through exceptional service help our community build wealth through real estate and there's a big nuance there because you know before uh it was all about us right building wealth kind of that was the focus and now it's about how do I provide exceptional service? And by doing such a great job for other people that want to work with me, because again, I don't know a lot of businesses out there that are incredibly profitable that do not have repeat customers because they had a good experience. It's just not, it's just not a possibility. So if you're getting into real estate and you plan on providing bad service, maybe you're not even aware you provide bad service. Maybe you just never even thought about it as a service opportunity and you're just doing it for money for yourself. Well, the reality is if you're thinking about money, you're not going to make it. 
it's it's about service. The service will get you the there's the three R's, and we'll be actually putting out a blog post on this: the repeat referrals and reviews. And those are the three ways that you want to make sure that you grow your business. Uh, and referrals is simple. You do a great job. You ask them, hey, you know, is there anybody else like you that I can work with? I love working with you. That you know. Um, reviews are just asking people, hey, can you leave an online review for all, on all these different websites so the general public can find out who I am and know that you had a great experience with me. Repeat business is the same person that you serve showing up two years later saying, hey, can you sell my house? Can you sell my friend's house? All that kind of stuff, like just the repeat business or I want to buy another house from you. Uh, so the, those are the three ways you're going to really grow your business. And the reality is Brittany has sold uh, 14.5. No, it's actually, I think it's like 15 mil plus this year, just off of referrals, reviews and repeat business. And she's also, you know, because she's going to about to go on maternity leave. She also referred out about $7 million in business. And as a solo agent, she's doing more than some teams that have five or six agents on the team. And it's straight up from referral reviews and repeat business. That's not her waking up every single day, going out and hunting for the next piece of business. And so the way that we're helping the agents think here at Momentum, start with the end in mind. You want to end up like Brittany, where you have people that know, like, and love you, reach out to you and ask to do business with you versus you having to pick up the phone and make dials for four to five hours a day. Yes, you have to do that in the beginning. That is the way you do it. And you don't need that big of a database. Brittany and I database is about 100, I actually know what it is, it's 172 people. And we have a 44% referral rate on that, on that amount of people. So we have 40, uh, 48 referrals to create that kind of business. And that's incredible, right? So like a good database, you'd maybe get around 10%, um, maybe 15%. So we're doing something right. And so what we're doing right is what we're helping our agents also do. Number one, provide great service in the first place. Number two, put your customers on a touch program where they're going to get to the next level. And number three, show them that you genuinely care because you should. And if you don't genuinely care about people, you shouldn't join the service industry. Please just get out of the industry. I'm telling you, please get out uh, because the public deserves better than what you're getting. And if you don't get out, then that's fine because there will be people that will push you out by providing the actual good service over time. And by the way, that's exactly what Zillow and Realtor.com and all these other players are trying to do is remove the agent because they know that 80% of the agents aren't worth the license that their name is written on. Over 40 deals at 15 million in production. And I just want to hammer this point home, which is why I'm, I, I'm mentioning is imagine getting up and not having to do your dials. Like that's the eat the frog. Like you say, what, what are you going to do today that you don't really want to do to help your business go forward? Eat that frog. Like you get, you get to get up and help the people that you helped before your your raving fan base. Like imagine agents who are listening and business owners in general, this is not just real estate, but like, you not have to get up and lead gen for the rest of your career because you did the hard work up front and created those relationships. Your service is your lead gen. Yeah. Your level of service is your lead gen. And, you know, keep in mind, Brittany opened a brokerage, runs all the accounting for it, answers all the broker questions, trains agents. She did all of that on top of serving 48 customers. Mm -hmm. So there's no excuse for you to say, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. Like you can do it there. You can have it all and do it all. Um, you just need powerful systems, tools, scripts, models. And that is what momentum is basically saying. Here's the playbook, handing it over to the agent and saying, do you want to play this game? Because this is a better game than what you are currently playing.
Yeah, and 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 y'all freely give the blueprint away to achieve what is actually being talked about right here. Like it's not all hold you accountable to it. Yeah. So yeah. So here you go, and we're gonna we're gonna push you along to, to get there. So what more value is there to, to to give? Because eventually, you know, we we want these agents and in, in, in interest in having a great life to get out of the real estate sales, you know, rat in a wheel type uh, mentality, and that's the way to do it. So, so go back to, so that's the why, that's the why we change the core values. Get, let's, let's talk about the core values uh, individually and let's get, dig into why, why they're important and why you chose the, the, the ones that you did. So what's the first one? Customer obsession. Yeah. So just to back up to perspective, we're going to partner, you know, Brittany's going to partner, you're going to partner with people who are passionate, growth-minded professionals who have drive, integrity, and in the, in the ability to serve people at a high level, because there's a lot of people who want to, who don't have the ability maybe. So, you know, again, we want people who actually care, like we're using words that are going to push out wishy-washy people. And we don't want to attract those people to the tribe. We want to repel them. So our, our mission, vision, and perspective is naturally going to attract the people who care about other human beings and push away the people that just want to do this for money, which is great because I don't want to spend a minute of my time dealing with people who don't care and are just money grubbing. So uh, the next thing, yeah, there's customer obsession. Uh, we have own it, deliver results, and think big and take action. Those are our four uh basically our pillars now that our agents run off of. And then on top of that, overlaid over that, we have a communications process and a service process that clearly defines what a five-star experience actually looks like. And by the way, I think every other brokerage on the planet is missing this. Most of the brokerages, they bring in agents, they teach them how to, a couple scripts, they teach them a couple deals, they show them a CRM, but they don't actually say, this is how we do service here at our company. This is what service means to us. And it's crazy to me that they don't start with that because that's where it all starts. They're doing it because again, they don't care if they get a, an agent who does three units a year or 10 units a year, they're still gonna make a, a, a ton of money off of them. And that's what they care about is the money. They're doing it purely for business purposes rather than mission-based. And that's a huge difference. Um, at Momentum, we want you to, to make money and be mission-based, but we want you to be mission-based before the money, if that makes any sense. They're doing the money before the mission. Yeah, because ultimately then you won't accomplish the first goal if the, if the, the service is not there. Like, like we yes. said off on, like if you run a profitable business, that's great, but if you don't provide good service, you know, it, the, you, won't first, it, you won't be profitable. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go away. Yeah, I mean, it's like you go to a restaurant one time, they, they provide great service and they stop providing great service next time you go you're gonna stop going to that restaurant like it's this is like common knowledge for just business in general why would you get into a service business where ever, your profits are based on repeat referral and review business and not provide the service it's just silly and by the way this is what we see i see a lot of agents out there who you know six seven eight nine million dollar producers that are extremely transactional we see these giant teams out there that are transactional. They're buying the leads. They're giving them to the agent. The agent goes out and closes the deal, never builds a relationship with the customer, or they do, and then they rotate off the team in a year or two because the 
split suck or there's yeah. some other reason they have a disagreement with leadership or the values weren't there. And then they have to leave that whole database behind. So nobody's actually building traction or momentum in their business because they have to keep jumping and jumping and jumping. Momentum is going to be that place where if you're service-based and you're growth-minded, you don't have to keep jumping. The model's already financially there. The value's there. We're spelling it out for you exactly what it means to us so you can see if you're a good fit. If you don't agree with it, then go somewhere else. It's not a big deal. You have plenty of options. We're not the right fit for everybody. But ours are customer obsession, own it, deliver results, think big, and take app action and you can go to our website to learn more about what those mean momentumjacks.com backslash mission uh, and it's on our front page as well and we literally i don't know if we need to go over every single one on the podcast maybe we just uh give some examples here because this could take quite a while um we really spent effort and time putting this out there and, and the cool thing is when we announced it to the brokerage everyone was like Right. And then everybody starts sharing the five star reviews, start sharing all the excitement and start um, becoming the story that our values are, you know, basically portraying out there. And that's the really exciting part is people are really adopting it. And I think as we continue to push these values out there, there'll be more and more people that will want to be associated with a brand that stands for something. Yeah. So let's let's we've, we've mentioned what they are. I just touch on each one and and maybe an example of why it, it matters and why it belongs in the top four core values of the company. Sure. Um, customer obsession is everything. So that's number one. And it's in all business decisions, your customer is your North Star. So whatever you can do to have that client have a fantastic experience, that's what you're going for. Um, you also, interesting, customer obsession can also mean your team members, vendors, and colleagues, because we live in a small community where there's 5% of the agents doing like 80% of the work. Mm -hmm. You need to have good relationships with everybody. Look, we know there's some agents out there who are incompetent. We know some agents out there that are mean. Just be a professional. Just say like, I just want to help my customer get into the home. Don't make it about your ego. Don't make it about their ego. The most reason why deals fall through is usually agent ego because they want to win a deal they want to do this they want to push here they want to push that it's not about you guys it's about your customer and it's also about making sure that everyone who works with you has a five-star experience so that means the title mortgage insurance company everybody else the inspectors because you're gonna you know your reputation is everything um, also those are your vendor partners and even though they might not be yours necessarily they're human beings with families and spheres of their own and they deserve to be treated with respect and so we see a lot of issues around that so your goal is to be someone a human being that is likable and everybody else wants to work with you regardless of who it is in the world and then your world will expand naturally by just being a good service person to everyone you could even say this with your family too. Like, how can I add more value to my wife or my significant other or my kids? Like, what's something that I could do? Have you ever, ever asked them, you know, what they want from your relationship with them? People never even have that conversation. You should have those expectations up front with everyone that you're working with. I think if you asked your significant other that the first thing would be like, oh, oh, well, I, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> they would kind of be like, I didn't expect that. But I mean, to think about what's, what's important to that person is to feel wanted and to add, to add value in a relationship would, is always going to make sense. But like, what's, what's unique here is that you said, it's not just about the customer. It's about everyone in your, everyone in your world and how your world will expand 
if you focus on adding value. And we, we, we always go back to not only the validity conversation, but the adding value conversation and being able to be someone in, in that adds value to other people's lives. So that's hugely powerful. And that makes sense why it would be number one in the value. So what's next? Own it. Own it. Uh, we are the leaders um, of our companies and our lives. So a lot of people will try to wiggle out of this one. There's a great book called Extreme Ownership that I highly recommend. And you have to take control of your environment and your results. There's no one else who's going to do the work for you. And if you're not getting what you want, it's on you. Um, and we also say in this value that the customer experience is greater than your personal emotions, uh, which just means you have to, like when you're having a bad day and all this other kind of stuff, you don't want that to rub off on your customers. It's not about you, it's about them. Um, so you have to own your own emotions as well and say that mission is bigger than my personal emotions. Um, and then secondly, you want to actively seek feedback as that's an opportunity to improve. So a lot of people, when you give feedback, they go inward and then they start blaming everybody else around them versus saying is like, oh, maybe I can get better here. Can you tell me more what you mean by that? Because sometimes the feedback is just surface level feedback, but hey, like, can you give me a specific example of, of what I could do differently to get better? Because I really care about giving you a great experience next time. And then you change the process and you change the system and you can, you can force five-star service. I'm not going to like, you know, if you communicate appropriately and you use the right language, words are really important. You can get an incredible uh, experience overnight. And that's what we're teaching at Momentum is like, what are the scripts and the language and the tools that you can use to like guarantee five-star service in this industry? Because it all comes down to communication and expectations. And so if you... Um, if you don't provide that five-star service, you need to figure out why that is. So if we're sending out customer reviews and people aren't writing reviews for you, why is that, right? There's something wrong with your system. And then you can even ask them like, hey, did I not provide five-star service or are you just not filling out the information? And you can just ask that question. You're like, oh, we didn't fill it out. Well, it's like, it's super important that you get it done. Or, hey, here's what um, bothered me. And then the key thing is, is making sure that that feedback actually gets back to the person who can fix it be otherwise it's just complaining so if like two people are talking about the experience and it wasn't help like it wasn't a good experience they don't give the feedback you're doing a disservice mm -hmm. um you need to give the feedback back directly to the human being um and i think that's the the most important thing because otherwise it's just gossip and that can create a really bad culture so that's something that's big at momentum too is you know agents aren't talking behind each other's backs um, and if they are, it's, you know, we're going to find out it's not going to be fun, but it, it shouldn't even be a part of the, the conversation. It should be focused on just how do I get better as a human being? And that has to do with making sure the right human beings are walking through the door in the first place. You're having people who have extreme ownership as part of their values. Yeah. And to speak about extreme ownership example of uh, a transaction that I've heard you speak about many times is that there was something missed in the inspection or, or something along the process that was missed and your your client was stuck with this this problem. And you just said, you know what, you took you took it, you paid for the repair and moved on and, and owned the outcome. Like, well, I'll tell you what happened. It, it, there was a, a roof inspection and the roofer missed uh, there was like supposed to be a support beam where there wasn't. So um, I didn't even choose the roofer. And then they came in and uh, they, when they were trying to do some stuff on the roof, they noticed that it didn't have the beam and they were really upset. 
And I said, you look like I'll make you happy. I'll, I'll pay for it. They didn't take the money, but they said, Hey, I want you to help us with something else here. Um, that was like one fourth of the cost. But the fact that they felt like I was there to support them is what this is all about. Cause again, it's not out of the money. By the way, those customers went on to refer me like six different customers because I own the situation. I'm saying I'm responsible for your success in this house and everybody else's success that we're either referring out or even you're choosing um, if people miss stuff. And I think people, that's really rare in today's environment. And people usually take no ownership and blame everyone. So when you come across a human being that really owns things and even things that don't even relate to them, uh, people try to you know become very attracted to those people and refer them out often. And that's also, uh, talks about customer obsession as well. So that's an embodiment of the first two core values right there. I love that story. So what's the next one, John? What do we have next? Deliver results, um, which is we want to have people who love their craft and work their hardest to be to create the best customer experience. So this is like deliver results. You have to have work ethic. Um, in the beginning, entrepreneurs grossly underestimate how much effort you need to put into this. I mean, I have people that are like, well, I called for two hours for sale by owners and expires. I didn't see any results. Like, you first off, call for eight hours and do it for a month, right? And use a triple line dialer. Don't use this, right? So, so, you know, you have to put the work in. You have to study your craft. You have to follow the instructions of the people who have done it before you. You don't want to be recreating everything on your own. And why would you? I mean, if there's other people out there who are having massive success, why wouldn't you just copy what they're already doing? Um, and so we're always committed to the, um, to the results over the process. So we're always willing to upgrade the process and change the process to get the result, which is the customer experience, the reviews, the referrals, and the repeat customers. Um, and we use models and systems to be able to do that. Yeah, res being results driven. The only thing that matters is results. It is so powerful because everything else, like, you know, there's been times where you, you and I have had a conversation and you're like, well, why, you know, where is this? Why didn't this get done? And, and the first thing my mind wants to say is like, oh, it was, and, and I'm like, okay, wait, no. The only thing that matters is results. And, and this is how the conversation is going to go. So I'm still learning that too. Like if I can be vulnerable, I'm still learning that too. And that's one place where I know in the last couple of months I've grown with the whole, the only thing that matters is results. I don't care about anything else, but let's just get there. <laughs> I, I feel it. And, and by the way, I've been, I've been working on myself too, Bruce, because the way that I communicate with people, especially through text message is extremely aggressive. And I jump to conclusions quickly. And so like, I always tell people, like, I just want you to know that like my texts are really aggressive and like, I also demand results. And so I just want you to know it's coming from a good place and, and I'm not like attacking you. I'm probably attacking your process and setting expectations up front. Like, Hey, if you're going to come into my world, this is, and it's really, it's, it's hard to change how you communicate, but even setting the expectations with other people on how you work is really important. Same thing with your customers. Like some customers may not like me because I'm so direct. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to say this house, I think, you know, is not the right house for you. And here's the five reasons why I might ask them for permission before I tell them, but you need to set expectations with people on and know yourself. Like that's a huge thing is know thyself, like know what your pluses are, know what your minuses are. Like Bruce, we're in phases of our lives where it's unlikely that we're going to change dramatically the way that we operate and simply we just need to operate from the same system and so working on the system we can both do but working on changing ourselves separately is probably not going to work it's a communication system right and it's the same way with everybody 
um, on your personal customers and all these other things. And I know you have something to say to that. <laughs> you mean you're not going to change? Oh, no. <laughs> we might have, an, I, have to talk about, about this. <laughs> it's not even worth it. I mean, like, honestly, it's just got, it's just understanding what the mission is. And so if your values and your missions are on the same page and it's just about getting on the same page on the communication level and then everything else will, will flow. Yeah. And we're, we're still working on that. It's a work in progress. So we'll revisit that. All right. We got one more core value left. What is it John? Think big and take action. Um, so people no smarter than us have done it before. This is a Steve Jobs thing. And when I read that the first time, I mean, I was blown away. I was like, yeah, like I, you know, I actually do know people that have bigger businesses and I don't think that they're doing it even the right way. Maybe they've just been around a long time or they came in at a good time or X, Y, Z. And I think I could do it better in understanding that someone like Steve Jobs is saying that. Mm -hmm. um, is really inspirational. It just shows you that like anybody can do it. You just have to sit down and do the work. Um, so you have to think big and take the action on it. Uh, we also say that we study people with validity who came before us and then we implement our findings. So not only do we study, we also implement. That's the key thing is like, it's not just one. You have to, if you just study the study, it's not worth anything. You're actually just wasting your time. That's called infotainment. Um, and then we think big, long-term and start with the end in mind. There's a lot of agents that just think about their next check, their next check, their next check. And I get it, guys. I have been there. I have been pretty much broke. I don't even know if you broke, I think means like you're flat, like you're, you're maybe at, at the even mark. I've been underwater is what I would say, you know, coming out of college and having all the student debt. Um, but like, you need to think long-term. You need to think where, where do I want to be in 10 years? What do I want to be doing? Who do I want to be hanging out with? Um, all of those factors are going to play into what you do today. And if you don't have a clear vision on what that is, it's going to be a problem for you um, because you're going to kind of wander around in the, the more clarity you have on what your mission is and what you want to do, the sooner that it will happen, the more that you share it with other people, you're going to enlist it, you know, enlist other people to help you on your journey um, and achieve what you want to do. And that's why it's always, that's why I wrote in here, start with the end in mind, because you're going to get there a lot faster and you need to communicate it with people. And then lastly, we believe that actions are the only truth. So a lot of people out there, especially in real estate, uh, we call it big hat, no cattle, as they say in Texas, uh, they, <laughs> they, you know, they're talking, 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 and then they don't walk the walk or they don't show it up with validity. There's a lot of agents that say, oh, I have you know, I've sold a hundred homes and then you ask them for their profit and loss statement and they've lost money and you say, okay, that's not a really good person that I want to model my business owner, uh, business after. So we believe that actions are the only truth and we want to follow up with validity um, on those actions to make sure that it's somebody that we do want to model our life off of because there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of noise. Um, that's one of the reasons why we left <laughs> our prior situation was we didn't, the, the noise was so loud, we couldn't get to the truth. And when we finally got to the truth, it was mind boggling to us. I mean, I'm just going to tell you guys straight up, there was a point in time where Brittany and I, we had a three person team and we were making more profit than an organization with 500 people in it. And we were like, why? Like, and, and nobody in the model is winning, right? Because it's just a bunch of low producers with high splits. 
and the the leadership's not getting wealthy the agents aren't getting wealthy they're putting together a model that's not efficient and is going to lead to nobody having a big life because we live in a financial world and so we don't want that to be the case so we're we're basically going the opposite way which is instead of the big number of validity hey let's focus on wealth building and i'm not saying wealth building just for the sake of getting rich like it's not what we're talking about here we're talking about like when I have financial capacity, I'm able to go out there and do more and help more people, right? So like the first thing that I did when I became a millionaire, my next check that came in, I went down and bought a brand new car cash for my uncle who had a brain aneurysm and couldn't work anymore, right? That's making a difference in somebody's life. I was actually just able to go buy an iPhone for somebody who couldn't um, afford it and really needed a new phone for them to even be able to work. Um, and these are things that I like to do. And that's my, that's my way of giving and showing that I care is usually like buying something really expensive for some, I won't do it often, but like, that's my way of giving. That's, that's my personal way of doing it. You don't have to necessarily do it that way, but it gives you the option to have greater impact on other people's lives. Um, and I think that's important just for me, that's the financial way to do it. You can do it in a bunch of different ways. So what's really what's really cool and really useful about sharing the, these core values is because you mentioned it earlier on is that it's going to attract the right people and and like thinking bigger does it attracts the right people because when, when your mind expands it, it it doesn't go back as you say but what I've experienced in my life since my mind has has opened and I think bigger is that it it really pushes away the people who don't think that way. It's like that the, the, the mismatch is so profound. So the reason I'm saying this is that as a brokerage, as a company, as a tribe, if we have this communal thinking, it's exactly like you say, going to push the wrong people away and really aggressively attract the right people like magnets. And we already see it. In, and the people who are in our community, they say it all the time. It's like, this, this tribe is amazing. So it's, it's, I, I really am. It took me, it took me a, a couple of weeks to really understand why PPIG was going away, why passion and purpose, integrity, growth was going away. And I, I even said like, wait, is, is this, is this uh, replacing our old core values? But I get it because it's a, truly an embodiment of step-by-step step what exactly you need to do to be a part of a tribe like this, but to be successful in not just this business, but any business and in relationships too. Like, can you imagine if in your marriage or your relationship, you owned the, the outcome of the relationship, like what can I do better? Trying to add value, being obsessed with the, the process and the, and the customer being the, who you're in a relationship with, delivering results. Like it doesn't just apply to real estate. It doesn't just apply to momentum. Like it's a lifestyle. It's a way to live and approach your environment. So it's, it's, it's so much bigger than this. Yeah. And just like the people watching, I know we got to hop off here, but like go to the website and the next thing that you'll want to look at if you enjoyed this conversation is rock solid service policy and our communication policies, because it literally details out word for word how to actually provide good service and how to communicate effectively that we have observed in the past and that we're looking for agents to adopt. And we know when everybody plays by those basic level guidelines they're going to crush it. Like by default, if you just live by this document, you will become a net worth millionaire in real estate, probably faster than five years, um, hands down. So I think that this is the playbook. This is the guide. We're giving it to you the way that we see the world. Um, and we would love to hear from you and have feedback and also answer any questions that you might have about them. 
um, and we'll just take it from there. Yeah, so go read it for yourself, guys. Again, MomentumJacks.com slash mission. And I will put that link in the show notes. It's going to be in the description. So you guys can go read that. And, and on that uh, website, there's a place where you can contact us. There's a chat bot that I added on the website. You can chat with me through the website. Amazing, right? So uh, thank you, John, for spending some time with me. And uh, another episode in the books. So thanks. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye.